0: Well, hello again, pastors, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. There's a lot of news that dropped this week, so we've got several things to talk about. Stay tuned. Well, welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. As you can see, my good friend and fellow leader here as we shepherd this flock at uh, Liberty Church of Edmond is not with me today. And of course, we've got our producer in David. Thank you for joining me today since... Pastor Fisher could not make it. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Pastor Paul. Well, I'm going to talk. Let me me lay a little background scripturally for our (laughs) pastors uh, before we get started. Of course, you know, in our Liberty Pastors Boot Camps, we talk about how Jesus is the Lord of all of our lives, not just Sunday morning. And of course, we go into biblical principles of economics that are taught in Scripture that we have largely ignored through the years. We also go into the biblical principles of civil government we all agree that God established this realm of civil government. Well, for what purpose? And is all civil government in accordance with God's will? And the answer to that is no, it is not. Let me give you an example. When King Solomon took the throne, and after he had built the temple, and of course in all his glory, this is recorded both in 1 Kings 10 and also 2 Chronicles 9, 8. I'll just read one of those two passages. Praise the Lord your God who delights in you and has placed you on the throne as king to rule for him. So Solomon was God's representative to rule for God righteously, On the throne of Israel over God's people, because God loves Israel and desires His kingdom to last forever. He has made you king over them so that you can rule with justice and righteousness. That's the point. People aren't put in office to do their will. According to Scripture, the purpose of civil government is to punish evil and to protect the good that we may live peaceably in all godliness. And there is supposed to be blindness in justice. That's why when you see the statue of of the Lady of Justice holding the scales in her hand, she's blindfolded because the Bible specifically says that there's not to be any favoritism shown to the rich, nor should there be favoritism shown to the poor. Justice is to be blind. And in America, there's to be no favoritism. That is the part of the civil government. They're to make sure that we are safe and secure, that righteousness is exalted. And then the other realms of God's governance, whether it be self-government, family government, or church government, uh, are to participate in every other area of influence within the culture. But I wanted to set that background to set the stage biblically for our conversation today. So, David, what have we got to talk about?
1: We're going to talk about a report that was just recently released— which proves a coordinated Mm -hmm. uh, effort within the federal government to interfere with the 2016 election. And we are talking about the Durham report. Uh, But real quick before we talk about that, um, it'd be kind of nice to a little kind of refresh about who John Durham is. He spent decades uh, within the Justice Department as a prosecutor with past assignments, including investigations into the FBI's cozy relationship with mobsters in Boston and the CIA's destructive uh, destruction of the videotapes uh, of its harsh interrogations of terrorism, uh, terrorism uh, subjects. He was appointed in 2019 to investigate potential misconduct by U.S. government officials as they examine Russian election interference in the 2016 election and whether there was any illegal coordination between the Kremlin and Trump's presidential campaign. So that's what we're going to talk about today is
0: the Durham report. So what do you have? to share with us today. Well, um, David, before I get into some of these deals, I want to remind everybody that we're in really unusual times. This is not a case of Republican versus Democrat. You know, I, I remember growing up where there were the Democrats, which we disagreed with. I remember my family, of course, we were Republicans. And then there were the Republicans. But at the end of the day, we at least all assumed or believed in the 60s and the 70s and even in the 80s that both sides were pro-American. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the case anymore. You know, this is truly not Republican versus Democrat. This is the deep state, the globalists that want to remain in power and assume more power. And quite frankly, it's a battle of good versus evil. That's right. You've got one side that wants to murder babies just as they did in the days of Moloch, even post-birth. Give you 30 days to decide whether you wanted to keep the baby or not. You've got one side that believes in the mutilation of children. We try to indoctrinate them at the age of three and four, confuse them, and then remove their body parts. We've got one side that's pro-LGBT, pro-child grooming, uh, pro-programmable central bank digital currency, which would be the loss of individual freedom. We've got one side that's opposed to the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion. And then you've got the Republican Party on the other side. So it's not hard to figure out who the party of evil is. That's right. And this is the deep state. Well, of course, uh, as a little background, I, I, it's good to have someone that's kind of neutral to get their assessment, because I am mm-hmm. admittedly, I do my best. I, I'm as objective as I can be. And I and I try to retain that daily. I remind myself daily in, in counseling and in other matters. You have to be objective. You can't show favoritism. Nevertheless, I am a, a conservative. I am a re- registered Republican and I'm a born-again Christian. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, on the other hand, is a former professor. He's now Professor Emeritus at Harvard Law, and he is a Democrat. And uh, he released his comments on the Durham report, which mm-hmm. dropped yesterday. Yep. Uh, and he said this. Uh, it uh, said that the U.S. intelligence community, including the FBI – now, the FBI is supposed to be there for domestic uh, security, t- t- protection of the people inside the, the 50 United mm-hmm. States. And the CIA, which is the uh, spy agency supposed to take care of foreign uh, security and foreign affairs, the FBI and the CIA saw – Trump as a danger. Well, why would Trump be a danger? It's because he's an outsider. He wasn't yep. part of the political system. He wasn't there to try to perpetuate. He power delayed Washington the great
1: reset for four years. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, <laughs> and they knew uh, they knew that if he got another four years, he could set him back decades. Oh yeah. So that's why they did all this to come together and try to take him out of office because they could not afford to have him in office for another four years. Well, Of course, first thing we were talking about is going back to the famous Steele dossier. Mm-hmm. Uh, a timeline on this, just in case you have forgotten. Of course, 2016 was the presidential election where Donald Trump was elected. He was running against Hillary Clinton, then Secretary of State. In July of 2016, Hillary Clinton's campaign team uh, uh, had concocted a plan uh, that was crafted. Uh, they brought in the FBI and the CIA to help uh, put this thing together and sell it. They were. It was a coordinated effort with Barack Obama. So it's an effort by the sitting president— mm-hmm and his secretary of state to collude against a political opponent in the upcoming election. And, of course, members of the FBI, the FBI including James Comey and Peter Strzok, mm-hmm. and, and alongside uh, the director of the CIA, John Brennan, colluded with a supposed uh, – well, a former British spy named Christopher Steele. And they offered uh, – Christopher Steele was, was, was compiled this Russian dossier – which they used in the 2016 election mm-hmm. to try to help Hillary and to try to discredit Donald Trump and of course that's been the source of this Durham investigation. Yeah, so in the Durham report, yeah, in the Durham report it states
1: this: highly significant intelligence that the FBI received from a trusted form source source pointing to Clinton campaign plan to vilify Trump by tying him to Vladimir Putin so as to divert attention from her own concerns relating to her use of her private email server.
0: You remember she destroyed uh, lots of uh, cell phones and destroyed her, mm-hmm. her uh, computer uh, server, all of that stuff that yep. had been uh, requested by the government to see what she was up to. She destroyed all you that. You divert attention. Yep, 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 yep. So they concocted this whole scheme. Of course, that has been proven to be a load of bull. It's concluded. It's been concluded that it was nothing... It was created by – well, actually, I'll just read who it was created by. Uh, And by the way, this is a uh, a press release that was done today by the FBI. And this is one of the most troubling things I've seen uh, today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is dated May the 15th. Statement on report by Special Counsel John Durham. The conduct in 2016 and 2017 that special counsel Durham examined was the reason the FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions, which have now been in place for some time. Had those reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented. Now, two things I want to point out here. One, they're trying to minimize the damage that they did. But the obvious thing that you cannot overlook is that they are admitting that they are guilty of everything they're accused of. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that they said, no, 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 John Durham is wrong. No, no, this is nonsense. We're innocent. It didn't happen. They say, no, well, it's a good thing. We've already taken care of these problems. Yeah, we messed Mm -hmm. up there, but we've already taken great steps to correct them. Durham indicated that what caused the FBI to break its own rules in pursuing this unjustified surveillance included agency personnel's confirmation bias against then-Republican candidate Donald Trump over reliance on information provided by Trump's political opponents and a lack of attention to accuracy and completeness in pursuing surveillance measures. So it wasn't where we're going to follow the facts wherever they lead us, Mm -hmm. David. It was we cannot let Trump get into office. That's right, because it also states in the
1: report, a deliberate attempt for foreign agents with ties to Russia peddling disinformation to defraud the voters in 2016.
0: In the report so there is no doubt that there was election improprieties in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, there is no doubt that the everything that was uh, in fact quite frankly, I wish it had ended in two thousand and sixteen But if you remember, Donald Trump had to fight this his entire four years in office, mm-hmm. and by the way, ladies and gentlemen. In case you think that I am just a Donald Trump supporter and diehard, I'm not. Uh, I can honestly say I never watched one episode of The Apprentice,
1: not Neither one, did I.
0: not one yeah. time. And it was the most popular show oh, on yeah. television for a number of years. Never watched any one time. Why? Because I didn't care. I wasn't. I was a Donald Trump neutral. You know, I, I knew his past escapades and and divorces and things. And, and quite frankly, I was not a Donald Trump hater, but I wasn't a Donald Trump fan. I was a Donald Trump. I don't care. And initially, I was a Ted Cruz supporter and was outspoken and vocal and did everything we could Mm -hmm. to see him receive the nomination. But after he received the nomination, then my vote for Trump in 2016 was actually not a vote for Trump as much as it was a against, vote against Hillary. Yep, that's right. Because I knew what a disaster she would be just carrying on what Obama had begun.
1: Yep, I tell you the disheartening thing about this whole entire thing is is that, um, you know, I like to, like you, I'd like to do all my investigation. I would like to go from source to source to source and put the pieces of the puzzle together yep. because there's truth sprinkled everywhere. You just have to find that truth and then come to a educated, conclusion of what really probably took happen you know i watch cnn mm-hmm. i do i like to see what the other side is i hate to say the other side i also watch fox news i watch the other news sources. but so disheartening to me is that you turn on mainstream media and you will not hear any of this stuff that is factual it's in a report and it's verified and it's so frustrating because people aren't hearing the truth why is it that our media is hiding the truth from our people
0: You think there's a reason why? why? Of course, David. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that's one of the things that we talk about in our in our Liberty Pastor Boot Camps. In order for a tyrant to assume control over a people, first thing a tyrant can always do is gain control of education. Because if you can control what the next generation is being taught, then you've got them. If you confuse them, see, oh, you, can sure. be, you can be a Libra, you can be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and America's not a great nation. America's a terrible That's country, right. and we need reparations. Yeah. Capitalism's well, bad. Abs- capitalism's bad. Socialism's, socialism's good. great. Yeah. And the second thing, you've got to control the media. Because yep. America is a huge country. I was just in, in Idaho this last week, up there visiting some of our foreign pastors up there and doing some other events in Coraline. It's like a twenty-six hour drive. It's a it was an all day flight to connect to Salt Lake. We got a huge country. There is no way that we can be eyewitness to everything that goes on across the United States, much yep. less around the world. So we have always had trusted. Sources of media Mm -hmm. to tell us what's going on. Then you would have the editorial page where you saw certain members giving their opinion about things. But the news was supposed to be unbiased. The news was just supposed to be a presentation of the facts. And then we could develop our own conclusions based upon the facts.
1: Now, what we're seeing now is like January 6th, we're seeing um, – Editing done to video. Absolutely. We're seeing sound effects putting into video and, and then you're seeing a mob that is yep. invading the Capitol. Yep. This is what you're seeing. And then they show you a video that's been manipulated to show the what you're supposed to see. I mean...
0: Well, the last thing uh-huh. that happens and you're spot on, David... <laughs> C- control education, yep. control the flow of information. Last thing, there can be no religious liberty. And they're that coming right. after that right now. Yep. This whole woke agenda, the ESG scoring, churches, they're coming after you. How's
1: that working out for
0: Bud Light? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's where they're going to get us, though, guys. Here's where they're going to get us, though. We, we're, we're debt-free here. Yeah, it worked well for them. And Fox News, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Fox uh, News has lost uh-huh. like 60 to 70 percent of their viewership <laughs> uh, after uh, doing away with Tucker Biden. Uh, uh, Tucker uh, Carlson Carlson, thank yeah. you Tucker yeah. Biden Boy, hell, that's a good one. <laughs> Tucker Carlson uh-huh. So but the last thing is election is your freedom of, of, of conscience, your, your freedom of religion. And, and what we're seeing right now, ESG scoring will affect you as churches. Mm. First of all, most churches probably have already conformed. They've gone over the other side and say "Oh, gay marriage is fine or LGBT transgender, all this stuff is fine. But those of us that are holds outs, here's what's going to happen. We happen to be debt free as a church, so we don't have to worry a bank if they don't want to do business with us. We can find a bank; I'm sure that it will. But fortunately, we're not in that world now. But there will be a time where we won't be able to get insurance. And even though we're debt free, yes, they say what do we very got. Very no, We'll sorry, we yep. don't sell you uh, accident and casualty insurance, uh, fire insurance, all that stuff. And then next thing you know, there will be an accidental fire here that burns the place down, and we'll be left holding the bag. That is what is company, uh, coming if we don't stop this nonsense now. Mm-hmm. So uh, they will come after us. That religious liberty will be gone. Mm-hmm. So that, that was the first thing, what happened in 2016. They tried to make sure and control that election. Uh, the next thing they got involved with was the 2020 election. And, of course, I was sitting there watching the results coming in in 2020. I was in my living room, and I happened to be watching The Blaze and watching Glenn Beck and Steve Dace and some others. Mm -hmm. giving the And and it was looking great. Trump had won Florida almost right off the bat. I mean, that shocked everybody that that race was called so quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then Trump was leading massively in Georgia, Pennsylvania, all of these states. And all of a sudden, about 9 o'clock, I think, Central Time, they were stopping the counting in Georgia. Because of a plumbing problem at some building. And I thought, well, that's uh-huh. odd. Yeah. And immediately, uh, I knew something was up. Yep. And, of course, they stopped the counting in a number of states. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's never happened before. We've never had a case in my lifetime that I can remember, other than 2000, where I had the hanging chads just in the state of Florida. All other 49 states were called, just the state of Florida. Yep. My lifetime, and I'm 60, I've never seen an election not determined on election night. So this is unusual, regardless mm-hmm. of, of who it is.
1: People need to watch two thousand mules. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But then we had mass mail in balloting, we had voting for a month rather than a day. Uh then we had these other improprieties trying to influence the election. And of course, just before the election twenty twenty, we we all knew about the Hunter Biden laptop. What laptop? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And immediately the other side came out and said this is Russian misinformation. Are you talking about Twitter? I, I'm talking about – yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about – you name it, and I'm talking about it.
1: Do you think the FBI had people working within Twitter? Mm. Oh, oh, absolutely.
0: Without doubt. <laughs> this was uh, from uh, actually a couple of days ago. Former CIA Director John Brennan privately testified before a House Judiciary Committee panel – And by the way, pastors, one of the reasons we have to do this is because if you watch certain networks and probably your local news, you'll not hear any of this. This should be on the front page of every newspaper across the country. And if we had an honest media, we would have this on the front page of every newspaper. But in case you are in an area where you aren't accessing the actual news, it's important that we bring this up to you so you can get out there and find it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend Epoch Times. Highly yep. recommend uh, The Daily Wire. Highly recommend The Blaze, good sources of information. New American Magazine, good sources of information. But former CIA Director John Brennan privately testified for a House Judiciary Committee panel that that famous letter of security personnel uh, that said this could be Russian disinformation – By the way, notice critical thinking. They gave us a head fake there. They didn't say this is Russian disinformation, so technically they didn't lie. They just inferred Mm -hmm. it. They gave you a head fake. So you would assume that they had told you it was Russian misinformation, but it wasn't. Uh, Suggesting Hunter Biden's laptop could be Russian disinformation had a political motive, according to committee chairman Jim Jordan. Uh, Jordan alleged that Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and a senior advisor, who was a senior advisor to President Joe Biden's campaign at that time, reached out to former CIA director Michael Morell. Morell crafted the letter, mm-hmm. sent it out to other associates, and accumulated those signatures so that Joe Biden would have a weapon to counter Donald Trump in the debate when Trump brought up Hunter Biden's laptop. Yep. So when Trump brought up something that was factually true— Joe Biden could say, that's not true. Haven't you seen the letter that's been signed by 50 security experts stating that that's Russian disinformation? Yep. Which is all, again, Mm -hmm. we now know without any doubt a fact. Yep. fact. So we did have election interference in 2020. Yep, yep.
1: Hey, before we uh, – and yeah. we're, we're running really short on time, but this right. is really this has been a really good discussion. Briefly, though, will you hit on the IRS whistleblower that was removed from yeah. the project some, that requested the Department of Justice? This is some
0: of the latest things. So we've yes. got three things we want to bring to your attention today. Of course, the 2016 election interference mm-hmm. dossier, which was garbage admittedly, now proven to be garbage. Uh, The Hunter Biden laptop and the 50 experts that said that this was disinformation. That all is garbage. That letter is garbage. That was deceit as well. And then the final thing is now, of course, the IRS has been... FBI wouldn't investigate, but the IRS, they want to make sure they get their money. (laughs) If Hunter Biden's getting money from somewhere, we want to make sure we get a piece of it. Well, the IRS whistleblower who was uh, releasing this information, the Department of Justice... Contacted the IRS, and then the IRS removed this whistleblower from the Hunter Biden laptop investigation. So we'll now see what goes on with the Hunter Biden laptop as we see even people within our own federal agencies that actually want to do their jobs being prohibited from doing their jobs Mm -hmm. because of this insider political bias because of the influence of the deep state. Yep. So we are living in interesting times, but quite frankly, when the hour seems darkest, that's when our Lord does His greatest work. And gentlemen and ladies, all of you that happen to be watching, the things that we can influence the most is our own congregations Make sure you are taking care of your own congregations, joining with pastors across your own community and engaging in your community, making a difference in your county. And then we reach out just like when Nehemiah rebuilt the wall across the each individual state. And perhaps the Lord will pour out uh, mercy and grace upon a country that no longer deserves it, and perhaps we'll see a great awakening. That's what we're working for. But all I know is this, David, the last command that we were given before the Lord ascended was to occupy until He comes. Not retire, not resign, but occupy until He comes. That's right. Anything else you want to add before? No,
1: no, that was a really good discussion on what's going on. I can't wait to continue the discussion because this is going to... Well, number one, this makes America weaker. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to take years to rebuild trust. Because absolutely. how much trust do we have in our FBI and CIA now? None anymore. And, and, and people within our government to do the right thing. None anymore. And it's, 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 yeah, yeah, it is.
0: And, and we've never been more divided. That's right. So pray hard, work hard. By the way, make sure you're informed. Again, I highly recommend Epoch Times. It's very inexpensive, but a reliable source of news. Uh, the Blaze with Glenn Beck, or again, a reliable source of news. New American Magazine, a reliable source of news. And then uh, Daily Wire with Ben uh, Ben Shapiro, yep, uh, another right. reliable source of news and some great information. Check those out because ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS, you name it, uh, CNN, MSNBC. And now, who knows about Fox News? I
1: know. Exactly. All right. A few
0: uh, commentators on there that I like normally just on the business channel, but yeah. sadly uh, we yeah. may be losing Fox News. So yeah. make sure that you're going to have to work harder to stay informed and keep your people informed. Well, thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Ride and Storm Out. And until next time, David,
1: keep the faith and uh, God bless. <laughs>